the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. Then what is going on, anyone and everyone who might happen to be alive at this particular point in time? Big shout out to those listening in the spirit world. Huge howdy to the High Holy Three. Triple J, I love you. <laughs> it is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. That's all I got to say. It's supposed to be like this all Labor Day weekend long. I just coming across a big bridge. See all the motorcycles just just roaming on down the road, up and down. Magnificent. Heading uh, to Alton, downtown Alton. Stores around here. Sliding on off to Grafton. Magnificent. In case you missed the mayor of Grafton yesterday. Mayor's coming on in just a moment. Talk about the weekend. Because it's a big weekend, man. Governor Pritzker, for some reason. Had to put the kibosh on on this weekend. Couldn't wait till after the weekend. Had to, well, we're saving lives. Okay, I got it. All right, let's see. Anyway, I tell you what. Is somebody yelling in the background there at me? I don't think they yell at me. They can't because it's me. Cool Papa Smash. Ain't nobody yelling at me. Hey, um, I'm just gonna get this thing going. I, I tell you honest truth. I'm not all that, uh, like, prepared with major amounts of content. I got good stuff for you here. But I'm just waiting for the weekend, man. Just waiting for the I'm living for the weekend. Talking about the OJs. Living for the weekend. Labor Day weekend. Beautiful weather. Alton, Illinois. Grafton, Illinois, Wood River, everybody. The River Band, baby. The big weekend. All right, somebody, come on and sing the song. Yep. Living for the weekend.
Living for the weekend, baby. And did we get the weekend? Thank you, Lord. What magnificent weather is out there. And it's supposed to be just like this all four days of this Labor Day weekend. How nice it's going to be here in the River Bend. And coming up in just a moment here, Mayor of Grafton going to tell us a little bit about what the weekend is going to be like as far as Grafton is concerned and other parts of River Bend. Because Governor Pritzker has put kind of a kibosh on things, kind of like what happened back in Memorial Day weekend. But we're going to get through it. No problem whatsoever because the bikers are out there. I saw them coming into town. Town is loaded. It's fantastic. What a magnificent sight. So it's going to be a great weekend here. If you get the opportunity to come across the big bridge, come on with your bad self. I'm talking to you folks in Missouri. Everybody in Illinois knows. Get on over to the River Bend because this is where we party down. Smash Daily is on WBGZ. Going to get you into the weekend really politely right now, really refreshingly right now, really nicely right now with Terry Jones Rogers and Scott Neenhaus. So Rogers and Neenhaus right now, followed by Mayor Rick Eberlin from Grafton as we get ready for a magnificent weekend on the River Bend right here on the water. You know I love the highway Miles behind the wheel And I love to see the mountains Drive along rolling fields But if I had the chance to choose and I could be anywhere I'd want to be on the water With the wind in my head yeah. okay. Let me be on the water Let me be there by the morning light Let me see the fog rising To a deep this is a good man here. Mayor Rick Eberlin. Let me put him on right there. Mayor, nice to talk to you. Are you, are you there, Mayor? Yes, I am. All right, cool, buddy. I appreciate you taking the time here. And I want to talk to Mayor about, to me, and Mayor, you know better than me. Because, you know, everybody's getting ready to come on up to Grafton uh, this four-day weekend. But it seems to me that the parallel is that what Governor Pritzker has put down as far as the parameters of way you need to carry yourself in this particular portion of the COVID area in the river bend 
is almost parallel to what happened Memorial Day three months ago. And it's kind of like the same thing as putting the kibosh on you, and yet at the same time, you're not going to let it put the kibosh on you. you know, am I thinking all right? Well, uh, that's pretty much uh, <laughs> as accurate as you can get. You know, uh, our businesses in our town has uh, suffered tremendously, you know, not only last year, obviously, yeah. with the flood where it devastated our economy, uh, but even then, you know, we had businesses that, you know, some of them could remain open. Uh, yeah. But when this year rolled around in March and with the COVID-19 virus, you know, everything uh, was shut down uh, for a considerable time. And uh, there were just three or four businesses in town that were open uh, until basically, uh, you know, May, uh, middle of May, I guess, yeah. is when people started to open. You know, they were on the Memorial Day weekend, like you said. Uh, so, you know, we're going to uh, take a little more precaution, you know, Back then, Smash, we, we never had a single case in Grafton up until about a month ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, we were we were doing what we could, but people weren't going overboard, you know, with the, uh, uh, the prevention aspect right. of things. So this weekend, you might notice uh, if you come to town, and I hope everybody still comes to Grafton because there'll be plenty of things to do, uh, there's going to be some businesses that, you know, will – have a new, uh, few more safeguards in place. People know what Grafton is. Yeah. Uh, Grafton is a tourist town. People have free wills, and they have the ability to make a personal choice. Uh, and I, I'm a strong believer in that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm an advocate for masks where all people, you know, have a necessity to go, for instance, you know, the bank, mm-hmm. uh, gas station, post office, city hall. You know, uh, I think, you know, out of respect and just, you know, uh, courtesy to other people, I think it's the right thing to do. Uh, but when you come to Grafton and you come for 90% of what people come for, and that's to unwind and have a good Enjoy. time and to eat at, you know, many of our fine restaurants mm-hmm. and have a few refreshments, it's tough to do with the mask on. Yeah. So what we're trying to do and why, what I sent out to uh, business owners this morning was if at all possible, let's, uh, you know, there's some businesses in town that have done this from the get-go, and that's uh, take uh, take temperatures of uh, patrons as they come in. Mm-hmm. And that way you know, you know, somebody's running 102, 103 fever, uh, there's the potential there for, for a spreader, and, and we don't want that. Right. You know, that's and right. I don't think anybody wants that. That's right. That's so, right. Uh, you know, I, I've gotten a lot of uh, text messages, a lot of uh, private messages, uh, emails, from people that just drive through town and they want to be the uh, mask police, you know, mm-hmm. and they, they see people uh, on the sidewalks, you know, not wearing masks. And I see those same people. A lot of them have those masks down around their neck or they have yeah. them in their hand or around their wrist, you know, but you got to remember those people came from wherever with their spouse, yeah. uh, with a family unit. Uh, so, you know, when they go into places, they mask up, and depending upon, uh, you know, the policy of that particular business, uh, you know, they, they keep it on or, or take it back off. So, you know, people have gotten on me somewhat about, you think we're too relaxed and, mm-hmm. and drafted, and uh, I, I don't believe that to be the case. Uh, you know, had we not had uh, some people uh, go outside of Grafton, on a, on a getaway here a while back, about a month ago, 
uh, eight to ten people. Then they came back to Grafton, and and four in that group ended up with the with the virus, and that's kind of when it spread through town. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we have twenty six active cases. Uh, you know that are, I guess, associated with our zip code. But uh, who's to say, you know, where those uh, uh, viruses, you know, where they came from, you know, where they got infected for sure. Right on. But I do know this, Mash. I know that places such as Aries, uh, you know, a lot of the bars, uh, they've made adjustments. They've got their tables uh, six feet apart. Uh, many of them, you know, which is a big draw, they, you know, have outdoor music, but they, they have uh, not had, you know, nearly as much outdoor music in, in Grafton as we've had in the past. Mm-hmm. But the crowds keep coming. And early on, uh, you know, we were getting the crowds from Missouri when Illinois was shut yeah. down and Missouri was open. Right. And I see a lot of that. And there's there's no way we can police that. Yeah. And, you know, and we're not interested in, mm-hmm. in policing that, you know. I've been constant contact with uh, the Jersey County Health Department, you know, tracking things. Yeah. Uh, the reason I thought we probably needed this to uh, do a little bit more this weekend is because of the added number of people and the fact that right now I think we're sitting at about point zero seven nine. Uh, so 8% is that uh, positivity rate that mm-hmm. we want to stay away from. Right. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens. Fantastic. Uh, well, I, I salute you on having the town ready. You had a ready uh, Memorial Day weekend, but I salute you on having the town even more ready because you know that people are going to want to come on out. This is the last outdoor weekend other than maybe a personal uh, that's that's going to be happening because now autumn is nigh, as the poets do say. Let me ask you one last question here before we go ahead and uh, move on. But Grafton this weekend is ready for action. Anybody on your motorcycles, your convertibles, your family vans, whatever the case may be, you know, you stop and come on through Alton, then you go straight up to Grafton. That's where it's all at, no problems whatsoever. We call it the River Bend. One last question, Mayor Rick Eberlin. You know that thermometer thing that they put on your forehead and tell you your temperature? Yep. I think that's yes, one sir. of the greatest inventions of all mankind. You don't have to stick a thermometer anywhere else. It's right there. <laughs> it's magnificent, don't yeah. you think, Mayor? And it's, and it's painless, and it's very non-intrusive. <laughs> uh, I know that uh, there's you know a couple different businesses have been using them. Uh, they're they're accurate enough to let people know. And you know when you tell a person, "Hey, uh, sir or ma'am, you've got 102 or yeah. 103 fever." Uh, you know, uh, we're not going to let you go. Uh, they're going to probably say, thank you. I'm, I'm sorry. And I'm going to go home, yeah, you know, good point. Uh, and that's what we need to have happen. Mm-hmm. So please come to Grafton, you know, bring a mask uh, because, you know, from store to store, the policies yeah. may vary, Yeah, but be prepared. And then, uh, you know, our, our police department, uh, sheriff's department, you know, we're, we're not looking to, to nail people, you know, the, yeah. the onus of responsibilities on the business, uh, you know, but with uh, with the economy the way it's been, and businesses trying to make up, you know, and I hope to God that we can take this beautiful weather that we're mm-hmm. going to have this weekend into the fall season, and we can get the numbers down where we can, you know, take it deep, deep into uh, October or well into November, hopefully, and that we can kind of recover. Uh, if you've been through Grafton lately, smash, you see a, a number of for yeah. sale signs, you yeah. know, and then right. 
we've got businesses that just couldn't quite cut it. Right. And, uh, you know, that's not what we want to see in Grafton. So. Well, we want to see everybody in Grafton partying this weekend, stopping off in Alton uh, at the same time. The Riverbend's going to be wide open. Come on out and see. Take a drive on one of the greatest scenic routes in America as we know it. Mayor Rick Eberlin from Grafton. Big blessings on your success this weekend, my man. Thank you, sir. Cool. Thanks Talk to you me. down the line. with it right here we continue electric avenue one of the great party songs man little did we know when we were partying back to that song back in the uh, 80s that it really had a political context to it in uh, regard to the riots that took place uh what is it nodding 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 i don't remember but hey pardon me for not being mr historical but that uh, had big big political context to it now check this out this <laughs> This, and I laugh at the audacity of it all. Twitter removes President Trump, his campaign video, after Eddie Grant, Electric Avenue infringement. So, in other words, the Trump campaign is using Electric Avenue to kind of like play off of the fact that riots are going on. And so the streets have become electric. The avenues have become electric. And... You don't want none of that electric. That's not the good electric. That's not electric that warms your houses. That's the electric that burns down your houses. So you got to be careful. But I just thought an amazing audacity. I don't condone it. I'm just uh, amazed by it. So Eddie Grant says, uh, hey, uh, this is President Trump. It ain't really about you using my music without my permission right now. And in the future, it's like, what have you done already? You know, he did the same thing. Trump did <laughs> to the Rolling Stones. You can't always get what you want. Astounding. Astounding to me. It's all part of the show. The Trump show. That's what I'm talking about. So we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what happens with that. Because while the lawsuit is going, I'm thinking to myself, unless there's a cease and desist that I don't know of, and they say nothing about it in the story, unless there's a cease and desist, Electric Avenue is going to be part of the Trump campaign, at least until somebody throws that down with that CSAN desist, like I said. But Eddie Grant, and I ain't saying this in the wrong way, you just got a whole lot of uh, play on your song right there. 
And probably people are going to be downloading that. They used to buy records. They don't do that anymore. Now they download. Every once in a while, you get an old fart like me and be out there looking for a record. The only place to get records anymore is garage sales. And you got to hope they're all right, not, you know, not all scratched up and bent up from the heat and everything. But, uh, hey, Eddie Grant, they're going to be downloading you, buddy, because you got to rock on through Electric Avenue. Come on, come on. Now in the street there is violence. Oh. And then a lot of work to be done. Lots of work to be done. No place to hang a low washing. And then I can't blame all on the sun. Oh no, we're gonna rock down to Electric Avenue. tell you real real quick i know it's the weekend kind of don't want to hear this stuff but you ought to be listening to this one right here because you know here in the river bend a lot of the houses are old houses they got good bones as the realtors say and you buy yourself a house and it's magnificent you got a little work to do and you find it uh, maybe there's some asbestos behind the walls well that's what they used to build them back then you don't want that now you need to get rid of that shouldn't do it yourself that stuff ain't right for you to have near you, that ain't right for you to touch, that ain't right for you to breathe, all right? Asbestos, removal, got to get rid of it. That's why you call environmental resources. Environmental resources at 618-471-9119. 618-471-9119. Get rid of the asbestos, all right? Especially if you've got yourself a house that you've been in for a while, so you don't know what you're breathing. That stuff just floats in the air. You can't see it. It's that microscopic stuff, you know? You can't see it. Eventually, goes through your nostrils, down to your lungs, and a toll will occur. Eventually, a toll will occur. You don't want that. You don't want that. Phone number again, 618-471-9119. My man, Abram Henson, comes in, gives you a free estimate, no obligation, all right? Free estimate. No obligation. So, you find out whether you got it or not. And that's courtesy of the Henson family. They've been doing this for like 25, 30 years here in the area. So you have opportunity to, just to use the term, clean up your environment. The part of it you can't see. The part of it that's floating in the air at your crib because you bought a wonderful house with great bones. So let's clean it up a little bit more. And get that asbestos out of there. And the same thing with the mold and mildew. 618-471-9119 for environmental resources. Dig the smash anywhere. Anywhere. The Smash Daily Podcast. Smashdaily.com.
Clarkson right there. Smash with you right here. It was this week in 2002, 18 years ago, that Kelly Clarkson was voted the first, the original American Idol. And boy, she made herself a magnificent career past then. But the girl can wail. That's one of the reasons she won that thing, because she can wail. She's a singer who knows how to sing pretty and all that. But when it comes time to wail, like put some oomph into it, Kelly Clarkson can wail. That's ball singing all the way. Bravo, young lady. Now she got her own uh, talk show on NBC. Now she's doing all the, you know, the voice and all this stuff. <sighs> Bravo, young lady. That's all I can say. Bravo. I know they got all kinds of, you know, you know, good, great American idols and all that. But I'd have to say that's about the epitome of high finance right there of, of just a gig where you went from cocktail waitress to number one in America. Mm, mm, mm. Kelly Clarkson, proud of you, kid. Hey, 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 this is a nutty situation. Smash with you here, by the way. How you doing? Uh, Doug Jenkins is going to be in here in just a moment with the race car report. There's some racing going on this weekend. He's the voice of Tri-City Speedway. Uh, and he's going to give us the race report, race car report. But I got to get, you know how they put, uh, no, daggone it. I can't remember. But put these uh, two ladies in jail. One was Lori Laughlin, I think was her name. And uh, she uh, went and took and, and did her deal where she put a bunch of money into, I think it was USC or UCLA. And her daughters, they got into college because they made major contribution like that. It's almost like they bought the kids way in. Well, just a minute, please. Seems like there's somebody else, but here's the deal. What's her name and what's her name are both serving time. Well, one of them is already done, all right? She's the one that's married to Bill Macy. Doug, you know who's married to Bill Macy? She was in Fargo and all that? Mrs. Bill Macy. Oh, yes, Mrs. Bill Macy. Yes. Thank you very much. I can't talk to him. (laughs) (laughs) Old joke, but he got me on it. That was good. Okay, so anyway, look who's... Look whose kid just got into college and he's saying and he's saying that she got in on her own. And it's the man that brought us music like this right here. Dr. Dre right there. Man, oh man, oh man. So his daughter gets into, I think it was USC. His daughter gets in, and uh, but she did it on her own. I mean, it's, you know what he said, and you got to believe him. Uh, a couple of years prior to her getting into USC, he did make a $70 million donation to the university. And I'll tell you what. I ain't saying talking about breaking the law, but 
if you're going to make me a $70 million donation, bring in the kids, the grandkids, bring in the, the nephews, the nieces, all of them. I don't care. Everybody's in, all right? But I'm wondering to see whether Dr. Dre is going to wind up spending any jail time because a lot of people are playing that he bought his daughter's way in just like these two ladies, Mrs. Macy and Lori Laughlin, I think the other lady's name. And if he did, that could be a world of trouble. But at the same time, nobody wants that $70 million taken away from the university. Oscars have charged 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse with murder. Two people were shot during the riots this week. One of the people who was there right at the scene, Listen in fact, to this. no one was closer, this is good. was Richie McGinnis of The Daily Caller. Richie McGinnis was almost hit by a gunshot at one point. He was a critical witness to what has become a very controversial crime. He joins us tonight for details on what he saw. Richie, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. So you were, we spoke to you the other day, but didn't quite understand just how close you were mm. to this shooting. It turns out there may have been gunshots fired before the one that killed Joseph Rosenberg. Tell us what you saw. Well, Tucker, I was just about 10 or 12 feet behind them as they ran into the parking lot. And what I saw was Rosenbaum pursuing Rittenhouse and Rittenhouse turned around. Now, right before he turned around, I'm not sure if this was a reason why he turned around, but there was a gunshot, and that's actually visible on video. It's not clear whether or not that gunshot was fired into the air or towards Rittenhouse, but Rittenhouse did turn around immediately after that. And at that point, he went from running away to aiming his weapon at Rosenbaum, and I was actually directly behind Rosenbaum. So I took one or two steps to my right, right as Rosenbaum was lunging for the barrel of the rifle, and he was that close to him. And Rittenhouse actually took the barrel of the rifle and just dodged around. And at that point, as Rosenbaum was falling forward, he fired quickly four shots into Rosenbaum. And at that point, I was only about 12, maybe 15 feet behind them. And I saw Rosenbaum fall to the ground. And at that point, uh, my concern as I saw Rittenhouse run away was to provide whatever aid I could to the man who I just saw gravely injured directly in front of me. And what I didn't realize until after when I reviewed the video footage is that when Rittenhouse ran away, he actually ran around the car and back up behind me. And I was kneeled on the ground over Rosenbaum. He was face down. And I was preparing to find out where the bullet holes were when a pair of legs arrived next to me. And I just saw the legs. I didn't see anything else. Uh, and I said, what are you doing? Call 911. And I saw that individual grab the phone and uh, put it up to their head. And I only found out later that that was actually Rittenhouse himself who had just shot Rosenbaum. And uh, soon after that, he ran away and a bunch of other individuals arrived. We did our best to plug whatever wounds we saw. And, and somebody said that the hospital was just across the street. So I slung Rosenbaum's arm over my shoulder, his right arm. Another individual took his left and then some others took his legs, and one other man was holding right. my shirt, actually, on his head. And we so, took him to the hospital as quickly as we could. And, and he died. And he died. But shots were fired before Rittenhouse yes. fired. The guy he shot was trying to pull his gun out of his hands. And then we learn that another man he shot in the arm 
had a handgun in his hand running at him with that, with the gun in his hand. Has that man been charged for attempted murder, do you know? Not that I know of, Tucker, but I did see that man actually in the hospital. Uh, shortly after I arrived, he came through the emergency room waiting room with a couple of police officers, and I saw his arm, and obviously you can take a look at the damage. I won't describe it on, on television, right. but it was gruesome. Yeah. There's a lot about this story that bears no resemblance whatsoever to the story that we're reading in the newspapers. And since you are, to my knowledge, the most knowledgeable person about what happened, since we're standing right there, I'm grateful that you came on tonight. Richard McGinnis, thank you. From the thank Daily you for Park. having me. You know, the way this kid was describing that thing, when I was looking at it, I thought, yeah, it seems like there's gunshots coming from someplace else. But the thing about it is, when you look at Rittenhouse down on the ground and he's pointing that barrel up and he's pop, pop, pop. It's kind of like, of course he's uh, the guy who's shooting, but there were bullets coming from somewhere prior to that. If you look at that video and you see, and you hear exactly what's happening. So I'm just thinking to myself, whoa, this is all in preparation of getting that guy off and not charging him with the, the crime. But that's America today. The race car report coming up. Uno momento, por favor. If you love racing, you're going to love Doug Jenkins, the voice of Tri-City Motor Speedway. Coming on next, Smash Daily Race Car Report. go to Tri-City Speedway, daggone it. It's time for the race car report, and that is my man Doug Jenkins. You know him from the news over here on WBGZ, Smash Daily, and you are the voice uh, at Tri-City. And ironically, when I'm 
put on my DJ hat. I am DJ Dougie Ramon. So how cool was that? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, yeah, that's we're cool, getting ready man. to race tonight. I know. So this is a big racing weekend. I would imagine you're expecting a lot of people out there. Uh, well, I mean, we are limited to how many we can have sure. in there, but we, we want to pack in as many as we can. There should be and jams. still be still be okay. Yeah, exactly. Right. But staying within the realm of what the governor has put down on everything exactly uh, because you know what whatever you think about this whole situation there are entities out there that could bring it all to a halt and we don't want extra eyes on us exactly right good point sir Mm -hmm. so now what will people see those who will be coming to tri-city this weekend uh tonight we are going to have a night full of uh let's see five stock car classes Mm. plus the micro sprints uh they these are not quite midgets, uh, but they're bigger than the uh, yeah. go karts and the and the quarter midgets. Right. Um, what and, is a quarter midget, by the way? Man? That, that's an entry level. Uh, ah, it's, okay. It's more than a go kart, although some people mistake them for yeah. go karts with cages. Uh, they're more adjustable than a go kart. Yeah. Um, but it's for kids between the age of five and fifteen. You find a lot of kids uh, getting into this. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- there's actually a quarter midget racetrack on the property uh, closer to where the bowling alley oh, used really? to be. Yeah, huh. and that's really popular. They have yeah. a lot of national events, regional and national events over there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the micros, uh, you see a lot of kids who had been in the quarter midgets moving into that. And you see a lot of, um, I, I don't want to say old folks in there, yeah. but but people who are obviously older than kids yeah. who found that to be a nice place uh, t- to race. That's, that's where they like to be. Really? And uh, we're going to have them on the show, too. We're also going to have, before anything else gets started tonight, yeah. power wheel races for, for kids. Power wheel. What is that? Uh, those are the little electric-powered, battery-powered <laughs> uh, plastic Jeeps, plastic yeah, right. Barbie uh, Barbie cars yeah. that uh, kids like from the age of two on up to about eight or nine. And they bring them with them from home? Bring them with them from home. <laughs> we bring them out on the front straight away. Yeah. Put some uh, cones out there and uh, let them go at it. Oh, I bet that's fun, man. It is, but you got to watch your legs because you can get run over easy. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah you got not all, these... all the kids know how to steer those exactly. things yet. It's like getting attacked by ants if you're of size and all the little ones are coming at you. Exactly. But it's fun. It's a yeah. lot of fun. So the uh, on the big side, what uh, kind of cars are they driving and who are some of the big drivers? Uh, tonight, we've got the late models back. Yeah. Uh, the late models are the top... Uh, top of the uh, pecking order mm-hmm. in dirt track stock car racing. Now, late models means what? Uh, from 2000 on up? Or well, what does that mean? Back, back when they first got the name, it was the 1970s, yeah. and you'd see things like Camaros and Mustangs and I see. Dodge Chargers, things yeah. like that. Uh, they've kept the name, but they've evolved into just a regular uh, purpose-built race car, yeah. tube chassis, mm-hmm. uh, the engine built to the hilt, and uh, just aluminum slab-sided race cars. Uh, they they put a nose on there that kind of resembles something you'd see on the street with a little sticker that says yeah. Camaro or Mustang or something like. But that's about the only resemblance uh-huh. to anything you'd see on the mm-hmm. on the highway. How fast but, the cars get going out there on the big side? Well, uh, it's a three eighths mile track, high yeah. banked. Um, yeah, uh, I think track records just a tick over fourteen seconds. So you're probably going to average about 120 miles an hour around there. Around that track, yep. that size track? Yep. Wow, that's got to be cool, man. Yep. I didn't know they were going that fast. Oh, yeah, and uh, sprint cars go even faster. And we're, we just announced today sprint cars, midgets, and uh, a couple of other classes return for a show called the Gold Crown Nationals the first weekend of October. That should be big. 
Oh, I, I love sprint cars. I mean, I yeah. love them all. Yeah. But uh, sprint cars, uh, maybe because I don't get to see them all the time, uh, just really, really make me click. Mm-hmm. So when people come out, is there a way they can get their tickets ahead of time? Do you know? Is, yeah. What, how's Tri- that play? TriCitySpeedway.net, uh, you've got information on how you can do that there. Yeah. And that's actually a preferred method right now, less contact yeah, with right. handling money and handing you the tickets and yeah. uh, just just less in-person interaction mm-hmm. but how about food man they, they still got full-blown food uh, yeah concessions yeah. the concessions are still open uh, and and uh, they ask you to social distance put yeah. the mask on all that stuff i mean you can't mandate it right but uh, it is highly recommended right on okay and all starts tonight. i sound like what a lawyer time? anymore don't i <laughs> can't mandate it what time does it start tonight uh, get down there by 5.30 for the gates to open. Yeah. Uh, 6.15 is when we're going to start uh, hot laps, which is the practice session. And then right after that, we'll bring the kids out for the power wheel races after they're done, which should be sometime around 7, 7.15, yeah. depending on how many we get. Uh, we'll go into the uh, full-size stock car races, and uh, hopefully we'll be out of there by 11 or maybe a little bit earlier than that. This is the only night over this weekend. That's the only night this weekend, okay. but we have added a few Sundays to the schedule as well. We're still going to mm-hmm. race on Fridays throughout the month, mm-hmm. but we've added a Sunday uh, next next weekend and then the, the following weekend as well. So tonight is the night anybody loves that race car driving stuff. This is the night, and this has been the Race Car Report. Doug Jenkins is the young man's name, the voice of... Tri-City Motor Speedway. If you only make it out to one event this year, though, may I suggest Modified Mania? That's coming up the final weekend of the month. It's a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and it's grown into one of the must-see and must-attend events for the uh, Midwestern stock car fan. It's uh, it's turned into uh, a gathering, uh, if you will, more than just an event. Yeah. It's a gathering. Modified Mania is the way I live my life nowadays. Ever since I passed 65, modified, man. I had to modify. I'm I'm a little modified myself. I've got the scars to prove it. But the mania is still there. The the mania comes along sometimes, yes. Right on. Doug Jenkins right there. We'll catch you up uh, with you again next Thursday. We'll begin the normal race car reports here on Smash Daily. Sounds like a plan. appreciation. Hey, oh, let's go.